Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So later we're going to be joined by our producer, Darren Ball, with more of your questions and comments. And we're looking forward to that very much. But first, we're going to look at our next extract, our next focus uh, for this particular show. So last time we looked at the opening words of the first freedom, bravery. And now we're going to look at the opening words of the second freedom, love. So once again... This is a declaration of law as much as it is a teaching. If love wasn't the second freedom before this, it definitely is now. And this is something which is constantly talked about, isn't it? Love. Everybody talks about it, and you can understand why. I think most people would agree. It's at the very core of what makes life worthwhile. The only problem is, though, that people mean very different things when they use the word love. So let's listen now to what Mars Sector 6 says it is through the mediumship of Dr. George King. And as always, he gets straight to the point in just a few words in this opening salvo of spiritual revelation, which is the second freedom. But before we do that, I want to just to remind you, especially new listeners, that the word terror is used. It's used from time to time by Mars Sector 6 and other cosmic masters speaking through Dr. King, what it actually is, is the word T-E-R-R-A. It is not the word T-E-R-R-O-R. So when terror is said, its fact was the Roman word for the Greek goddess Gaia, or as we would now say, the Mother Earth. And you're going to hear that word used in this particular extract. So let's listen now then to the opening words of the second freedom. This is Mars Sector 6. The second of freedom will be love upon a terror this a word is wrongly used love is not the measure of emotion whether a soft or violent, it is a something a deeper, something greater, a something which 
cannot be measured even in a mind conception. Love is an all permeating energy which is above a mind. So we have there Mars Sector 6 telling us that the word love is wrongly used on Earth and indeed he is so right, isn't he? I mean, you've only got to turn on the radio to any sort of popular music channel and you'll hear it used over and over again in the wrong way, or shall we say in a limited way. Because love, we're told here, is not the measure of emotion, whether soft or violent, says Mars Sector 6. It's something deeper, it's something greater. So it's not about attachment between people. It's not limited to so-called love affairs or romantic liaisons, if you like. And it's definitely not limited just to your family and your close friends, whom we all think of as our loved ones, don't we? But let's be clear, and I don't want any to give any false impression here or mislead you in any way about this. Of course, we all have those we think of as loved ones. And there's nothing, of course, wrong in that. In fact, we should honour genuine commitments to those who are in our lives. Uh, it will vary from person to person just how many of these we have in our lives and, frankly, how many we actually need. But that depends on the nature, the lifestyle, the evolution of the individual concerned. But whatever personal relationships we may or may not have in our lives, and however much various people mean to us, and I'm certainly not in any way undervaluing that, but however much we do have this, love is not, we're told here, a measure of emotion. In fact, Mars Sector 6 puts it very bluntly, as he so often does put points, in very few words, when he says, love cannot be measured in mind conception. So it's not an aspect of mind at all. And if it is an aspect, if it's not an aspect of mind, and the emotions can, of course, be measured in mind conception, if love is deeper and greater than that, and we're told that it is, what then is it? And here, Mars Sector 6 gets straight to the point and tells us in one very simple sentence that love is, in fact, an all-permeating energy which is above mind. I think that's a great definition. It's one worth taking away from this show, I think. An all-permeating energy which is above mind. And in that one statement, he leaves behind many schools of philosophy, even of mysticism. In fact, even some schools of advanced yoga, which are designed to elevate the mind, transform the mind, tap into the highest levels of mind, but not, in some cases, to go beyond them. But the whole essence, the whole nature of existence throughout the cosmos, never mind here on Earth, is energy, prana, if you like, chi, if you like. And this energy is conditioned in one way or another by
by mind, but in its purest essence, it is above mind. It is love, love energy. So it cannot be limited in that essence by personal attachment, desire, need, any human attribute. It's constantly limited by these things, and sometimes it's limited by selfishness, possessiveness, jealousy. Uh, we see it in poems, writings, even in religious and philosophical tracts uh, where it's used wrongly, but it's an energy. And the best way to prove that to yourself isn't through theoretical discussion, but through direct contact with that energy, which, and this is the good news, everyone can do. So let's do it now. I know some of you might be listening to this in a car or somewhere where it's not safe or practical to do this, in which case you'll have to do it later. But for those who can, let's right now practice the second freedom by contacting this all permeating energy for ourselves. And if you experience a reaction from doing this, as I did, by the way, the first time I did this, about 50 years ago, if you can feel in one way or another this energy, Right into our show, to our producer, Darren Ball, uh, and we'll be very interested. I'm not guaranteeing it will happen. It could take more experience. It could take more practice, but it might. So let's get to it. Be seated with the spine straight without tensing your shoulders or neck. Breathe deeply and as evenly as possible without any strain. Do this for a few moments until you get into a rhythm and then keep the deep breathing going naturally. Now, visualize a pure white light flowing down through the whole of your being from above the head, coursing through every part of you and several inches around you through the feet and into the ground below. And keep up the deep breathing as you do this but focus on this visualization of pure white light. White, by the way, contains all the colors of the spectrum. Now raise your hands, bending your arms at the elbows with the palms facing forwards, and now visualize a rush of white light flowing down the arms, out through the palms, into the ethers around you. And keep that going, and keep the breathing going while you do it. Now, as well as the palms of the hands now, visualize the white light coursing down through you in a vibrant, living, dynamic stream of energy into your heart center or chakra situated a few inches in front of the center of your breastbone and outwards from there to the world. So now you're sending this energy out through the palms and through the heart center to the world, to humanity, to animals, even to plant life, to all life. And now try to feel a universal, benign love for all life and let the energy go. Don't force it. Don't strain. Allow it to flow through you. And you are now radiating an all-permeating energy which is above mind for the betterment of our world. It's a simple, it's profound, and it works. And you can spend longer time doing that but when you finish, pass your right palm across your left palm in a smooth pass to end this practice and become very still. Did you experience anything? Let us know. If you did, don't be discouraged. It can take a while. But if you continue, especially with prayers such as the 12 blessings, sooner or later, you will. Now, I must bring in, at this point, Darren Ball, our producer. Darren. 
Hey, Richard, thanks very much. Yeah, what better way to understand what this love is by starting to experience it for ourselves? Anyone tuning in for the first time, The Nine Freedoms is a series of profound spiritual teachings given by an advanced extraterrestrial intelligence known as Mars Sector 6. And you can find out more about it at ethereus.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. Uh, we really do appreciate hearing from everybody listening. As Richard said, I do pick out something to share on every show. So if you haven't written to us before, do drop us a line at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk with any questions, comments, or spiritual experiences that you'd like to share. And this week we have uh, someone who's obviously going through a real experience and searching for guidance. And they said this, I've had such a strong inquisitive thirst for truth since I was four years old. I've questioned religion, time travel, aliens, and evolution all my life. I'm now 41 and I'm still trying to search, still trying to find answers to my questions. I've always been intuitive, but never paid attention to it. But in the last three years, I've had a lot of moments where I just seem to know things. And I'll, I'll have a conversation and that'll be as quickly as a few minutes or, or a couple of days and what I've said will come true. And it's now starting to scare me slightly and it's becoming because it's becoming a daily occurrence. So I feel confused and I feel like I'm ready to put myself into a mental institute, but I'm looking for peace and truth and why I am the way that I am. So I'm hoping that you might have some answers to share with me. Interesting. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be dogmatic about a person's individual's experiences. Obviously, you need to keep your feet firmly on the ground, be level-headed. That's one of the tests on this path, actually. But if you're having intuitive experiences which are coming true, that's perfectly natural. Uh, And it's something to be gently, I would advise, gently embraced. Um, You know, it's a temptation when things start to develop, and especially psychic powers to get carried away with it to get almost fanatical about it don't keep very level keep very grounded note these experiences don't expect everybody to believe you because they won't Uh, but at the same time follow your inner voice follow your intuition uh, unless it's guiding you to somewhere really bad and then you that's a warning you've got it wrong because the intuition is always right but we're not always right in the way we interpret it you can rely on it, but can you rely on your own interpretation? So if you don't know, just let it go. Say, I don't know. You don't have to know all the answers to everything all the time. I think that's the best advice I can give in a, just a few seconds there, Darren. Yeah, I think um, the last thing I'll say is that, you know, a lot of people think that these things make them abnormal, but actually these things, are, you know, these psychic powers, this intuition is, is the birthright of every single one of us. It certainly is. So thank you all for listening to the show. And always remember, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment.